uitgewoondheid, weet na, na worship is dit die woord, maar dat ons actually dit so sien as, oh, ok, hier is iets wat die Heere met ons deel. So vader, ek wil verdouwe bid, en ek wil net vir ons as, as, as gemeente bid, dat ons, ons harte, die grond van ons harte, sal sag wees, um, en aanvankelijk wees, en dat ons hier sal sal uitstap, nie net om iets te luister nie, maar om iets te doen, Heere, yes, Heere, help ons om te doen, ons is so goed om te luister, maar, ons sikkel nog ons om te doen, Heere, help ons daarmee, Amen. Dankie, dankie, Mornay, Morgen jylle, uh, ek is Douwe, ek uh, is ook net een van die saints, soos jylle nou nog hoor het, is die elders op uh, Nawek weg, so um, ek is daar nie gereeld die voor nie, so wees maar kruisjes met, as daar een bykie na nood as gekyk word of so. Um, ja, soos ek sê, ek is Douwe, ek is getrouwd met Annemien, my vrou, um, 15 jaar getrouwd, en dan het ons ook drie kinders, Ons is nou al so 12 jaar in Just Jen, waarvan ons in City Bowl in 2012 of so begin het, en, um, en toe is ons daar in bos toe, en toe met die perlplant het ons kom, um, kom saamplant, so ons is hier in die perl van, in, van die Just Jen oopgemaak het. So ja, baie van die mense het ons nie gekend, ons van die ander kant afgekom het nie, maar ons het daarom lekker ingeskakel. Soos jylle weet, is ons bezig met die reeks op die oomlik, um, of wat die Heere ons dier, dier sy woord, um, hoe belangrijk het is om tijd te spandeer in die Bijbel, om die Bijbel te ken, om die Heere te soek in die Bijbel. Um, ja, en so het Roan toe vir, vir my en Sjoen gevra om te kom deel hoe, hoe praktisch dit lijkt vir ons, um, en, ja, en hoe ons omvind in die woord. En ek het dadelijk toe hy my gevraag het gedink, hy het definitief die verkeerde naam by die heren gehoor. <laughs> toe hy vir my gevraag het, um, ja, ek het moest ek een Darren of een Doug of iets gewees het, maar Doug is, is nie, was nie die rechte ene nie. Maar um, ja, so toe, toe sê ek nou maar ja, uit gehoorzaamheid uit. En, um, en toe het ek, ja, bykie gaan stil raak, ek is, Ek is nie eindelijk een van die meest ekoopte seins om, om daar te praat nie. Hier is een mornei wat 6 jaar bybelskool gevat het. Hier is klom mense wat, wat dier Josh Jensen bybelskool is en theologie, achtergrond het en alles. En ek is een beekom gegradeerde, so bezigheid is meer my ding as, as, as theologie het ek gedink. Maar gelukkig is ek, is ek een christen, ek is gewas dier Jesus' bloed, ek is gevul met sy heilige geest en daarom het ek net so baie um, om te kan deel uit my ervaring en uit my, um, uit my pad met die Heere as iemand wat, wat Hebrews en Grieks en Latijns en so aan kan ken. So, alhoewel ek die Bijbel vat redelijk op face value, op wat het vir my in Afrikaans en Engels sê, um, doen die Heilige Geest nog steeds dier sy woordinge in my wat, wat dalk hoopelik vandag vir julle ook een bykie prakties kan help. Um, Ja, so, net so bykie oor myself, ek het groot geword in een amazing huis, en ek, ek kan baie, baie dankie sê vir, vir die Heerse genade daarvoor, en ek denk het gee mens as kind so enorme voorsprong net in, in, in die leven, as een mens groot word onder ouders vir die Heerse ken. So, um, my pa was een predikant gewees, hy is die een wat die Bijbel kon 
kon lees in Grieks en Latijn en Hebreeuws. Hij het Grieks geopteologie um, op, op kweekschool enzovoort. Maar hij was ook, um, hij was in een kerk, maar hij was gevuld met de Heilige Geest. Hij was groot gedoop, hij het mij groot gedoop. So, ja, dit was hij groot um, voorrecht om, om in zo'n huis groot te worden. Mijn ma was glad niet gele- nie geleerd in die Bijbel nie. Um, maar zij het, het ook een absolute kinderlijke liefde gehad vir die Sy was altijd daar het nie wat voor in die kerk gedaan het. En um, ja, het is so, is maar net so groot voorrecht om in so'n huis te kon groot word. En, um, en dan is ek ook die jongste van drie broers. So, hulle was vier en zes jaar ouder en... Um, En daar, en hulle het ook heren geken, genadiglik. So, as a, a jong tiener, die is daar sy woord af voor pre-teen, um, so van tien af of so, het ek onder een 14-jarige en een 16-jarige broer groot geword, wat, wat altyd baie cool, die nietste muziek wat die huis gebring het, um, gospel muziek. Ek gaan nou een paar name noem, wat ek denk, baie min mense in die kerk gaan ken. My generatie, denk ek, is so, is so'n bykie outdated teenoor, 80% van die mensen wat hier sit, maar, um, ja, so, so dat was, en, en, dit, en toe ek nou bykie gaan dink het, en, en net gaan stilraak het, hierdie, hierdie week, afgelopen tyd by die heren, toe was het absoluut, hoe die heren met my al so baie keer gepraat het, ek, ek moet bieg, ek, ek het al so baie keer dier die woord gegaan, wat die woord net letterlijk vir my woorde was, ek kon, ek kon, ek kon eindelijk maar een ander story gelees het, of so, ek kon eindelijk maar, um, Ja, dit, dit was letterlijk maar stories wat ek gelees het. Noogse Ark, dit was amper asof ek, asof ek die, die Bijbel of die kinderbijbel myself lees. Hoe, hoe dinge net nie vir my uitkom of uitstaan en so nie. Um, hoe ek mag gestaan ge het op die discipline van lees jou Bijbel, bid elke dag en net ingepres het en ingepres het. Maar ja, ek moet bieg so baie keer... Um, kom het, kom het nie vir my so makkelijk soos wat ek, wat ek altyd verstaan het vir ander mense kom nie. Maar toe ek bykie gaan stilraak en, en dink, hoe, hoe praat die heren met my, of wat is die een van die manier, hoe die heren al so baie met my gepraat het, was het absoluut dier worship. Um, as, a, as a kind in die huis, um, het ek die muziek kliphard, kliphard aangesit, ek het die, die deur toegemaak en ja, letterlijk net gedaans en en kliphard gesing, en, en hier het net so ervaar, en, en sylke tye, hoe, um, hoe dit doorgekom het, ek, hierdie bands, ek weet of julle vir DC talk en nie, <laughs> um, ja, Jesus Freak was groot in my dag, Odeo Adrenaline, Jaws of Clay, Petra, um, <laughs> Michael W. Smith, ja, die ouwens, het absoluut my, my, so geanker in, in die woord, hoe dit, hoe mens het amper nie, nie daar het het besef het as een kind nie, maar, um, hoe baie bybel dat deerkom in worship muziek, hoe baie, as een mens song samsing, hoe jy so baie van die woord kan, um, kan gebruik, en, um, ja, ek wil net, ek wil net een skrifgedeelte vir julle, vir julle lees, Johannes 4 vers 23 en 24, in the NIV. Yet the time is coming and has now come 
when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and His worshippers must worship in Spirit and in truth. Ja, so da is absolut die manier hoe ek gloe ons, ons moet worship. Jesus vir die, vir die vrou gesê het by die, by die put, um, en daar is twee absolute kritieke dele daarvan. To worship the Father in spirit and in truth. En in die spirit deel is, is absolute dat ons en ons geest moet connect met die Heere as ons om gaan soek. Um, die rede hoe kom my mens bybel lees is om, om die karakter van God te vind. Die rede hoe kom my mens bybel lees is nie om om een boksie te tiek in die ochend van jy stil die tijd is gecheck, dan dat, nou is ek goed te gauw nie. Die rede hoe kom my mens bybel lees is om die hart van die Vader te soek vir dit wat hy vir jou het, om sy karakter te soek en... Um, Ja, en net, en net te hoor hoe, hoe wat hy dier die heilige geest vir jou wil sê. En die to worship the Father in spirit is absoluut vir my, um, hoe ek al so baie connect net met hom is, is daar in die binnenkamer as ek hier my sieklipart aansit en ek kan net lekker bos gaan voor die Heere. En hoe my geest net connect met, um, ja, hoe my geest net connect met die heilige geest, hoe dit net absoluut um, so deurbraak vir my gee. Ek sal nou nou een paar voorbeelde noem van, van goed wat hy net al vir my geopenbaar het in, in muziek, in worship. Um, en dan praat ek nou nie van, sit, sit die muziek aan in die achtergrond en gaan aan met die skordelgoed of gaan aan met die, um, die huiskoonmaak of so nie, maar dat jy rarig probeer in diepte, in diepte connect met, met dit wat, wat worship het. Um, dat jy rarig dit deel maak amper van jou stilte tyd. Dat dit nie iets in die achtergrond is, maar dat dit een gefokuste tyd is om met die, met die heilige geest te connect. Um, maar dan daarmee saam, wat vir my, wat baie belangrik uit, is, uit die deel is, is die truth, that the true worshipers, worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. En dis waar die bybel vir my so sterk deerkom, dat een mens kan baie makkelijk op emotionele trips gaan en so, en as een mens net werk op die heilige geest, maar dat die truth hier moet connect met die woord, dat dit wat die liekie sê, gaan, gaan check of het, of het akkuraat is. Gaan check in die woord, um, of dit wat hier gesing word, of hierdie muziek wat, wat so baie mense opsweep, of het rarig geanker is in die woord. Um, anders kan die mens my net so wel sekulare muziek luister, anders kan die mens my net so wel saam met die 30 miljoen tieners wat Tyler Swift gaan luister, en, en ook so opgesweep praak in emotionele, emotionele dinge. Maar maak seker dat, dat dit waar, waarna jy luister, is geanker in spirit and in truth, dat die truth ook deerkom in haar liekies. Um, ja, so hoe die Heere al vir my so baie deergekom het, um, wat ek geleer het van Godse karakter, is Godse grootheid, Godse almacht, Godse liefde en sy vergifnis. Um, ek was by a passion conference, so 20 jaar terug of so, waar, <laughs> die baie van julle nog nie geboor is nie. <laughs> um, ja, wat Louis Gigliou sy, sy reeks gedoen het, en waar Chris Tomlin en Matt Redman, en jyst die jyre het my so geslaan, net met sy, sy liefde. En um, ja, dus ek, ek het het gekry dier worship, ek het het gekry dier, en dan, ja, geestelike oorlogvoering. So baie keer as een mens, as een mens, bykie laag is, so baie keer as jy voel, jyst waar is die jyre, Hoe, hoe kom hier in die deur in die situasie nie, as jy depressief is of so, het ek al so baie keer gevind hoe, 
hoe my siek my deertra, en net uit die gatheid, uit die gatheid lig. Um, ja, so geestelike oorlogvoering is absoluut een van die wapens is worship. Ek dink, David het dit so, het dit is so goeie voorbeeld daarvan, hoe hy met, met Saul net sy hart gespeel het, en hoe die, hoe die duivel mis gevlug het. En, um, ja, so dis, hoe die hier al so baie keer deurgekom het vir my in, in die aardes. Um, hier is dalk nou bykie, bykie old school, maar Petra het so saan gehad, get on your knees and fight like a man. So, ja, dis, dis sulke, sulke waarhede wat uitkom uit worship uit. So, ja, so wat ek eindelijk wil sê, is, as jy, as jy, as jy woord vir jou nie duidelik deurkom, he, moet nie, moet nie opgeen, he, moet nie, dit neersit en dink, ok, dis, dis vandag hier vir my nie, um, Tjin gaan iets, iets anders prakties deel, hoe dit, hoe dit vader deel, kom maar, maar soek jy heren, soek jy heren nog steeds in, in iets anders, soek jy heren dan iets wat, wat net so nabe aan, aan my is, is om God te kry in die natuur, as ek, as ek boven op die berg sta, en ek, ek nog as lief as stap en so, maar, ek, ek vind die heren net so, um, so nabij, as ek, as ek boven op die berg sit, en ek, um, en ek hou bykie stilte tyd, dis net, die heren voel net nader, so, so soek hy, soek hy plek, waar die heren met jou connect, so waar die, waar die heilige geest net nader is, net hy bykie, bykie handafstand nader is, so, um, ja, so ek, ek het so, so, bykie van een nood vir nood, vir julle saamgestel, ek het vir, Ek het so paar songs wat ek in net so, so lyriek of twee vir julle gaan speel, en dan wil ek hoor of julle, of julle die skrifgedeelte kan connect. Um, ja, dit is bykie onrechtvaardig, die, die 40-jarige sien op, gaan dalk bykie, bykie makkeliker um, kan connect, maar ja, as jy nie die eerste song kan speel. Raad, wie kan vir my sê waar in die bybel staan dit? Psalms? Ons gaan Psalms amper hier moet uithaal uit hierdie. <laughs> David, David het te veel daarvan gedoen. As jy net gauw Job 1 vers 20 en 21 gaan opzet. Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked, I shall, naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah, um, the tweede ene.
Right, we read I know. Romans 8, 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? By what was I? He was a revelation. Revelation 4 verse 8. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Ons is amper klaar, nog twee keer. Vier die ene. Wie ken die ene? 1 Johannes 1 vers 7. But if you walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin. And then he lost the inner. Well done, so, Psalm 36, verse 5 and 6. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. Man and beast you save, O Lord. Ja, so dis my net a voorbeeld van hoe die Heer al so baie met my gepraat het dier worship songs. Um, gaan, gaan toets het in die woord en, en maak worship deel van julle stilte tyd. Maak worship deel van julle hoe julle die woord leer ken. Ek, ek ken baie, baie van die skrifte nie as iemand van my vraag, ek moet dit opsê nie. Maar as ek in een situasie kom waar ek, hier, waar ek in geestelike oorlogvoering moet ingaan of so iets, en hy saang kom, weet wat het in die woord is, maar gebruik, gebruik worship om een deel te maak van jullie leven.
Yes. <laughs> she wants me to pray for her. <laughs> yeah, Lord, we just pray for Chen, and we pray that, uh, yeah, that her words will be anointed, and yeah, that she will enjoy and not just relax. Amen. Hi, um, I'm Chin. If you're wondering why I'm barefoot, it's because I'm standing on holy ground. <laughs> um, I've really been privileged to ask to just to share the word for you this morning. And um, I speak of something that's really on my heart, and that's scripture plus prayer equals life. And um, so I just want to share one of my favorite testimonies with you of how I have applied um, the Word of God into my life. Um, years ago when we lived in Toti, we Durbanite, yay! <laughs> and we were newly married, um, my husband and Jean at the back. And um, our pastors at that time, David and Melanie, they felt that God was calling them into full-time ministry. He was actually an electrician and she was a teacher. And um, they wanted to really give their fullest to God instead of having a, a job and pastoring on a weekend. And Melanie told me that they were going to be praying um, according to Romans 4 verse, 4, verse uh, 17. And um, that says, um, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead. And what I really want to emphasize is calling those things which do not exist as though they did. And that, for me, made such a huge impact. Um, God, the, the, the doctor had said to me that I would never have children because um, of several medical issues and medication that I took and everything. And I just felt, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to call the things that are not as though they are, because that, that for me was, was so important. And so I began to pray um, that scripture, and I am nursing, and at that time, I mean, I was nursing, at that time I worked in the maternity ward, so for me it was such a, a natural thing to do, just to pray about children, you know. And I had a dream, I don't, sometime after this um, scripture thing, that I was in uh, the ward, and I'd just given birth. And my sister and my mom were in the room with me. And um, my mom was holding a baby. And she said, what are you going to call her? So I'm like, this is a her. And I just said, um, I'm going to call her Francesca. And then I woke up. And um, so I went to go and look at the name. And it's an Italian name, which is my heritage. I'm Italian. And it means a little French lady, which is Jean's heritage. And that for me was like so huge, you know. God had given me a specific word, a con totally contradictory to what the medical people had said. Um, so Romans 4 verses 19 to 21 says, Not being weak in faith. This is like talking about Abraham when um, God told him that he would be the father of many nations. He did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And that, I just felt, was just so 
um, that was such a big thing to me. Being totally convinced that what God had said, he was able to perform. And so I just started telling everyone. I mean, like, you'd walk past me and I would tell you about the stream and what God had said. And I was going to have a girl and her name was going to be Francesca. I'm telling you, my family, um, all my, all my uh, Italian family thought I was nuts. You know, and um, <laughs> being Italian, they were Catholic and they, Catholics aren't encouraged to, to live in the word. So... <laughs> So sometime later, I really don't know the timelines, but sometime later, um, I went up for prayer and uh, about the fact that the doctor had declared me infertile, basically. And I, um, after I'd been, while I was being prayed for, I actually just was slain in the spirit. And I just experienced this enormous abdominal pain. It was really painful. It was really painful. And it felt to me like God was like operating on me. That, I have always felt that's what it felt like. And six months later, I was pregnant. I actually phoned the guy who prayed for me. <laughs> I said to him that I was pregnant. For, for me, it was such a huge thing. And then um, despite almost um, miscarrying twice during my pregnancy, I just kept telling everybody that God had sent us a little girl and her name would be Francesca. And John said to me, you do realize that there's a 50% chance of it being a boy, right? <laughs> so guys, please, <laughs> listen to God. <laughs> but Melanie, our pastor's wife, she said to me after Francesca was born, she said, I had literally called her into existence, as in Romans 4 verse 17. I called the things that were not as though they were. And she's now living in um, America married with a little boy, and so it carries on. So in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14, um, what I'd like to emphasize is um, maturity equals practice and discipline. Solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil. You're not going to get anywhere in growth if you don't practice what, you, what you're reading, and if you don't um, discipline yourself in doing it. Um, so what are practical ways to discipline ourselves in prayer and, and reading the word? So I just used the acronym prayer of you know, P-R-A-Y-E-R to illustrate some points that I have. And it's funny how some of these things have come up already in, in worship and in the word and even in the prayer and stuff. So my first one is P for practical. And my scripture for this is um, 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And, um, you know... <laughs> For any kind of life situation or circumstance, for any kind of person you come across, whatever it is, God has something to say about it. Um, I mean, like, you can search through Google for anything. You can, like, say anxiety or um, whatever. 
And you can search through Google, you can go through concordances, you can go through Bible references at the back of your Bible, you can do whatever you like, you can look up the version search bar, whatever. You will find something that God has said. God is a hands-on God. He's a practical God. He gives us examples. Jesus lived a life of example to us. And it was like, how can you not just follow such an incredible role model? My second is for um, R is responsibility. And um, Romans, past Psalms 8 verse 4 says, What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? Why does God even think about us? But it's our own personal responsibility to respond to God's word. That, that he gives to us through prayer, through reading the word, through actively seeking out ways to live out what you're reading. Um, Cassie's preach, I think it was at the end of um, January, he um, encouraged us to position ourselves to be ready. I mean, like, be ready, instant and out of season. That's what um, also the word says, and I don't have the scripture here. But God wants us to be involved with him as he seeks to um, seeks out and saves the lost and he wants us to love and serve those that he seeks and saves. Our third one for A is activate your heart. Our hearts has come up a lot. <laughs> and um, a scripture is for me that is such a huge one for this is Matthew 6 verse 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I love that scripture. And prayer is about finding God's heart and making that your treasure. Um, it, it's just such a huge thing. Make God's heart your treasure. Um, your heart needs to be aligned with scripture. It's like so important. It's like a... Um, I often think God uses a lot of maths. <laughs> in um, I think it's Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, um, seeking, seek God um, and the kingdom and, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And it's like, you know, one plus one plus equals everything. And that's just what it is. Um, and, you know, this, this kind of thing, when you're activating your heart, it's like it gets you into gear. You know, like when you're driving a car. I don't drive a car, but <laughs> you guys that drive manual cars. If you aren't in the proper gear, then your car won't drive correctly. So maybe if you drive an automatic car, maybe you're like more mature. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to also share 1 Samuel 16 verse 7. I must just commend um, Sulis who wrote out all the scriptures for me. It's really special. Um, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his heart. I'm, I'm so glad that my heart doesn't disqualify me. <laughs> For I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. It's the heart. It's our hearts. Um, so the fourth one is why? For yield. Um, Proverbs uh, 3 verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. 
In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Don't trust your own opinions. <laughs> it's not going to work. Don't reason out what God is doing or what you think he should be doing. Like, that's... And you know what? There's such a freedom in surrendering to God to, to let go of all those things that you think should be done. Just let God do it. Um, in 2 Peter 3 verse 9, it says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. I mean, like, how many times have you thought well, you've prayed about something and the answer isn't coming or, you know? I've done that. <laughs> but um, he doesn't understand slowness of that kind. His uh, timing is perfect. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. God's heart is about people coming to repentance. Um, our fifth one is eternity, E for eternity. This is one of my favorites. Um, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. A renewed mind thinks of eternal matters. When you're praying, have eternity in mind. Um, I had a picture of a telescope. The stronger the magnitude of, of the telescope, the farther you can see, the further you can see with clarity. So if you have this really major telescope, you can, you can see the stars and whatever. Um, and that's the same with, with, with our prayer lives. The, the, the stronger our relationship is with God, the further we'll be able to see into eternity. And just some examples are, um, for instance, uh, uh, when, when I pray, I, I love to stick the people that I'm praying for, their names and their families, into prayer. So, for instance, um, when you're praying for unsaved family and friends, and, and you just think of randomly John 3.16. Now, for instance, I, one of my um, cousins, my, one of my favorite cousins in Italy, her name is Squaz, and she went to, what's her nickname? Um, she went to a convent when she was younger, and she is highly atheistic because of all the hurt that happened during school. And um, I can pray John 3.16, and I can say, God so loved Squaz that he gave his only son, and I can carry on like that. He gave, she, he wants her to have eternal life. For your leaders, I mean, have you ever tried praying Psalm 20 and Psalm 91, for instance, and putting their names and their families' names into those um, uh, psalms? It's just amazing. I love doing that. It's, it's wonderful to get that personal thing into, into a psalm. So the psalms weren't written however many years ago. It's like they're written right now because you're praying your, your daily people into them, if you know what I mean. Um, the last one is R for respect God. Um, Matthew 11, verse 26 says, Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. Um, God is holy. He's holy. 
He's not there to wave a magic wand. He's not there to make everything perfect for you. If you have um, a problem, instead of praying for a way out of your problem, ask God, what can you learn in this situation? Something fresh that you can learn, something that will be building your character. You know, you might, for instance, have a person in, in that circumstance, whatever, who will never, ever come across a person like you. Remember in Esther where it says that um, you were born for such a time as this, speaking of Esther. Maybe that person needed you to come across their path because they needed you to be speaking Christ into their lives. If you hadn't been in the circumstance where you're sickling so much and, and you're and you being bothered about being in this bad circumstance, how would that person have known about Christ when, they, when he sees, they see Christ in your life? Um, and, you know, um, God, however, however he chooses to answer our prayers, we, I think it's so necessary to remember he like, doesn't do it the way we think he should be doing it. <laughs> it's just like, really... Isaiah 55, verses 8 to 7, 8 to 9, sorry, says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I think that like just puts it into a nutshell. It's, um, I keep a book at home where, where I write um, prophetic words, that I've given to people and those that I have received from others, I write them down. And um, often if, I, if I'm going through one of these situations where I'm thinking, what are you thinking, God? <laughs> I go through this book and, and I read. Um, I've also written like people's prayer requests, what results they were or what the results weren't, and dates. And it's a really fantastic way to see how God is actually using you to further his kingdom. It reminds you of how God is, is using you, how he wants to get you involved in his purposes for, for the plans of the people around you. And then just a last scripture in Acts 2 verse 37, <clears throat> where, um, you know, this is after, after they've um, had the tongues of fire over them and Peter is talking to the 3,000 or 5,000 that were saved. <clears throat> and it says, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? And um, when last did you read the word and were cut to the heart? That scripture, that um, um, conference as, uh, preached that Daniel Barnard preached last year about burning for Jesus. When last did you burn for Jesus? When last were you impacted or convicted in any way as you read scripture? What shall we do, said the, the other um, things. What is your response going to be to God as you read the word? Your response needs to align with scripture.
Thanks, Shane. Right, guys, it's just for me so two beautiful examples of two different individuals experiencing God in a, in a different way, but both rooted in the Word. One via one, uh, prayer and intercession. So she for me a bit, how you fasten your word and say, Yere, ma, this what I say, Yere, um, and you bit specific your word, and on a different manier, so you worship, erfaar you also your word there. So it is not mooi manier hoe ons, hoe ons die woord prakties kan gebruik. En ek denk dit is wat oor dit gaan, is dat ons, ons wil nie net die so kom op een sondag en, en, en so blij nie. Ons wil, ons wil, we want to be doers of the word. Um, ja, hier so ek bid, uh, net in die einde, hier bid ek vir ons, dat ons, um, dat ons die woord sal doen, hier. Dat as, van ons hoor, stage 6, luidsheiding is terug, hier, dat ons nie, weer in angstigheid gaan, of frustratie nie, maar dat ons kan gaan en sê, maar hier, Jy het, jy het Zuid-Afrika in die hand, heren. Dit is wat die woord sê. Jy het my en my in ons hand. Jy sal voorsien, heren. Of net soos enig aan een situasie kom, heren, dat ons kan, dat ons kan kies om in die woord te reageer, heren. Dankie, Vader, vir die woord, heren. Dankie vir die licht wat die vir ons gee. Amen. Amen. Lekker, jylle. Genie die tyd saam, pannekoek. Denk, daar is nog koffie. Uh, nee, koffie is nou, daar is nog koffie, asblief krijg koffie en ja, genie die tijd saam, onthou volgende week zaterdag um, en communities woensdag. Goeie julle, dankie. And your justice flows like the ocean's tide And I will lift my voice to worship you I will find my strength in the shadow of your wings. Your love reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness stretches to the sky.
gratefulness stretches to the sky.